This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today we're talking about taking time bombs that can destroy your retirement. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but definitely I think most people aren't going to want a ticking time bomb out there in front of them. So we're going to talk today about some things that maybe can kind of come out of the unexpected and hit you. You know, a lot of people have planned for a good retirement and then boom, something catches you off guard that you really didn't financially plan for. And the unfortunate thing is that there's a handful of things that frequently do happen to people and knowing about them in advance and putting some strategic plans in place in advance can really help you stave off the effects of these potential time bombs. So here's the first thing that I'm going to talk about that I would say is a time bomb that not everybody really gives enough credence to, and that is the ticking time bomb of inflation. Now, you've probably all heard of inflation, and you know that that means that over time, it just becomes more and more expensive for you to actually purchase things. Or said another way, your dollar doesn't stretch as far as time goes by. I've heard it said before that for many people who are in retirement right now, their last car cost more than their first house. So that's a perfect example of inflation creating an environment where your dollar doesn't stretch as far. So let's talk a little bit about inflation. Now, if I look back from 1914 through 2020 so far, according to Trading Economics, inflation has averaged 3.25% over that time. But let me tell you, that's a widely swinging number. It's not just every year, it's at 3.25. In fact, it's been as high as 23.7%, which was back in 1920. And it's been as low as negative 15.8%, which ironically was a year later in 2020, I'm sorry, in 1921. So when you think about inflation, you can plan for it, but what you can't necessarily do is anticipate the wild swings. Now, in March of 2020, so let's bring it to today, where is inflation at today? The inflation rates in the month of March were 1.54%. And the reality is that we've been under 3% inflation since 2012. We've been moving back up towards that number, but then it just dropped again with some of the things that have been going on in the economy. So inflation hasn't hit us terribly hard in the last few years. So here's something to think about when it comes to retirement. You have to think about how it's going to infect in, in, infect you, I guess is a really good word for it. It's going to infect your portfolio over time. So here's the thing. Your retirement is hopefully going to last for a good long period of time. If you retire when you're 65 and you live until you're 95, that's 30 years in retirement. So let's all hope that we have a nice long time in retirement like that. But here's what the dollar has done over the course of the last 20 years. So assuming like from your age 65 to 85, if you would have put $1,000 in, if we would have taken that amount in the year 2000, it would take $1,498.93 today to buy what that $1,000 bought 20 years ago. 
So basically you've had almost a 50% increase in just over 20 years. So here's the thing with that. If it's going to cost you 50% more to buy things 20 years from now, then the reality is that's going to happen if you have the average retirement. If you live 20 years in retirement, you're going to see that kind of increase. So when we talk about things like 1.5% or 3% inflation, it's not something that from year to year really grabs you. But if you look at your retirement over time, it is a ticking time bomb that over 20 years can really wreak havoc, especially if you have a fixed income that doesn't have an opportunity to increase over time. So that's why inflation can really impact portfolios. And when you're planning for your retirement, it's so important to forecast that in and make sure that you have sources of income that can withstand the test of time. Otherwise, instead of living like you're used to, you're going to have to continually be cutting back your lifestyle. And over time, that's not going to feel very good. Okay, the next one that I want to talk about that is a ticking time bomb that can certainly impact portfolios and for many people really has impacted them more recently is having to sell some of your portfolio to live on when the market is down, especially if it's a stock portfolio. So when you're taking money out of your investments each month, that's really a concept that's called reverse dollar cost averaging. You're actually selling a certain amount of money out of your portfolio monthly. And reverse dollar cost averaging can really hurt you if you're in a market cycle like we are right now, where the market is down. I mean, we had market highs of over 29,000 points on the Dow, went all the way down to just above 18,000 points on the Dow in the same month. We've had violent swings in the market over the course of the last few months. Now, when that happens, if you're a person who needs to take money out and all of a sudden the market is down at that smaller amount, you have to sell more shares of your portfolio in order to get the same amount of money out. So selling shares when the market is down is not an ideal thing. And it is a time bomb that can really impact your portfolio. In fact, if you do that often enough, it can create an environment where your portfolio may never really recover from a down market. So the solution to this really is the bucket planning that we talk about. It's having some of your money structured in what we call a soon bucket, which is more conservative investments. We don't want to concentrate a stock portfolio in your soon bucket. We want to concentrate a portfolio that's not so affected by wild market swings. And that's where we want to take your income out of so that whenever you're taking income, no matter when you're taking it, you're not taking it from something that's just had a massive loss in value. And then we take your stock portfolio or your more aggressive side of things and we can leave that out in the later bucket and the later bucket is intended not to be used for a period of time usually at least 10 years out and that later bucket if the market does go down like it just has hopefully before you need to use that money and sell shares to get some money hopefully we've had a chance and some time for the market to actually recover so Reverse dollar cost averaging, living off your portfolio, which is a very common thing in retirement, can create a lot of problems if you're pulling it from the stock side of things. So that is a time bomb that people are becoming more aware of because for many people that's happening now. Now, some people are asking me, you know, Mary, what if 
I, I understand this bucket plan concept now, but I didn't have my account set up that way before the market had a downturn. How do I fix that now? And that is something that really has to have an individual conversation. That's not something that we can give out blanket advice on a show like this, but here's the ultimate goal with that is to figure out where it should be positioned and then to set up a strategy to move it there over time. Right now, because the market is still down from its highs, it probably doesn't make sense to sell a bunch of equities and move into something conservative because you're definitely locking in some of your losses. But what does make sense is to identify in your portfolio what could be transitioned to a soon bucket and then set up a specific non-emotional strategy of when to make those moves what are the trigger points to make those moves and how much to make those moves with. So setting up that individual strategy right now is really key. So if you get it that you need to have that bucket plan in place, but you don't have one yet in place, this is the perfect time to reach out and talk to one of our advisors so that we can help you create that personalized strategy to bridge from where you are now to where you would want to be with your asset allocation strategy. And that will help address that second ticking time bomb that I just talked about. Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named the 2020 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list for the third year running. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about ticking time bombs that can destroy your retirement if you're not careful. So we've talked about inflation and we've talked about reverse dollar cost averaging. Now what I want to talk about is taxes. So they say that only a few things are certain, death and taxes. (laughs) And for sure, taxes are an important part of your financial planning. There's no doubt about that. But some of the things that happen once in a while are unexpected taxes. So things that you don't think about that are creating a tax situation for you. So the first unexpected taxation that retirees sometimes run into is not understanding how much their required minimum distributions are going to impact their tax portfolio or their tax strategy. So a required minimum distribution is something that has to start when you're 72 years old, used to be 70 and a half, but the SECURE Act that was passed at the end of 2019 changes that to 72 which, by the way, little caveat, the CARES Act that was passed in 2020 said that if you want to not take your RMD in 2020, that's okay. You can bypass it this year and you don't have to make it up. But on a normal basis, by the age of 72, you have to start taking your required minimum distributions. And in a nutshell, they're going to start out being somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 to 5% of whatever the account value is. So for instance, if you have a $100,000 IRA, you're probably gonna be taking out between four and $5,000 and it's going to be taxable income. 
Now, where unexpected tax burden can happen is for people who have done a fantastic job of savings and they have million dollar or multi-million dollar portfolios that haven't had taxes paid on them. So let's just say you have a million dollar IRA. Now you have forty to $50,000 a year that's going to come out, which is going to be fully taxable. If you have $2 million in your IRAs, awesome for you that you've done a good job saving, but now you're going to have $80,000 to $100,000 a year coming out that's going to be 100% taxable. So RMD planning is important. And there are ways that you can reduce that ahead of time by doing some conversions and some planning and things like that. But ultimately, the tax man is going to come a calling. And when they do, it's at a hefty price tag. So don't forget that that is a ticking time bomb that can destroy and erode the value of your portfolio if you have large amounts that are going to be due for taxes. Another thing that sometimes people get caught in is when they sell their vacation property. So when you sell your home, there's some tax exemptions on the gain. But when you have a second property that's not your home, that's not your main residence, if you sell that and make a large profit on it, it can become something that's taxable to you. Now, vacation homes frequently are in areas that have a higher rate of appreciation and vacation homes often tend to be able to be sold at a profit. Certainly not every time, but a lot of times they are. So keep in mind that the profit on that type of transaction could reach out and bite you something to be aware of. It also can happen if you're selling a business. So when you're selling a business, let's say you get to retirement and your business is worth $5 million, but you're not thinking about the fact that maybe 20% of that is going to go to taxes, maybe 25 or 30%, depending on the situation, that's going to erode the value of it significantly. So you have to be aware of unexpected taxes. Perhaps, though, the most unexpected tax problem that happens to people in retirement, though, is not understanding that if you lose your spouse, you also have a negative tax impact. So if you're married, you're filing taxes on a married, probably filing jointly return, and you have better tax brackets than an individual does. For instance, using today's tax brackets, if you have $80,000 of adjusted gross income coming into your home, the married filing jointly tax bracket at that level is 12% federal tax. The exact same income coming in for a single taxpayer, though, is at a 22% tax bracket. That is a full 10% higher in taxes just because somebody is single versus a married filing jointly tax bracket. So here's the thing. You can plan all you want for your income and for your taxes, but if you're not aware that if you lose your spouse, you also have a negative tax impact, that's one of those ticking time bombs in retirement that can really jump out and bite you. Okay, another thing that can really erode the value of a retirement portfolio is if somebody has to go into the nursing home. And the sad state of the world is that according to a study done by Nationwide, 75% of people over the age of 50 are going to need some form of long-term care. Now that might mean assisted living, that might mean home health care, it might mean going to the nursing home. Whatever it means for you is going to be 
dictated by your own personal situation. But what it means to me as a financial planner is that if 75% of the people are going to have this impact in their portfolios, we better account for it. And if you're one of the lucky 25% who doesn't, then hooray for you, you have a little bit of gravy in your plans. Now, part of the problem is the high cost of long-term care. So the average cost nationwide for home health care is $21 an hour. And so what that means is it's about $3,500 roughly for round-the-clock care for a week. That's a lot of money per week if you need round-the-clock care. The average cost of a one-bedroom assisted living facility is about $3,300 a month or $40,000 a year. Again, a significant bite out of your retirement portfolio if it's an expense that you haven't planned for. And then the average nursing home stay nationwide is around $80,000 a year, with the average length of stay being three years. So in your retirement portfolio, if you don't have an extra quarter million that you're intending to spend at the nursing home, then doing some long-term care planning in advance is really going to behoove you. Now, that average three-year stay, that's something that's worth talking about a little bit, because We all know somebody who's been in the nursing home and you've all heard stories of somebody who goes in and they go in and and they die a week later. You've also heard stories of somebody that goes in and 10 years later are still there. They don't have their mind, but they have their physical health. And that's the reality of the nursing homes is that Alzheimer's and dementia cause longer stays because physically somebody can be healthy much longer in some cases than they are mentally healthy. So the average stay for a physical need is much less than three years, but the average stay for a mental capacity need is much longer than three years. Together they blend to be a three-year average, but the reason that you need care is distinctly different in the length of time. So it's really important to pay attention to this. And it's even more important to pay attention to this if you're married. And the reason for that is if your spouse needs care, but you don't, then all of a sudden you might have a situation where you're still living in your home as the healthy spouse and still have all the expenses of your home. And now your spouse is in a nursing home. Now you have additional expenses of $80,000 a year. And for many people, especially if you're living on more of a fixed income, that's not something that your budget can easily withstand. Now, long-term care planning can take the place of setting aside assets to cover that. It can take the the term of um, insurance, although some of the insurances have really struggled over the last decade in terms of prices going up, companies not offering the coverage anymore, claims having trouble getting paid, things like that. So the insurance route is kind of rife with issues. And so For you, in your retirement plan, for this not to turn into a ticking time bomb, you really need to visit with somebody to understand what's the best way for you to address this issue within your own retirement plan. Okay, the final one that I want to talk about that's a ticking time bomb that can destroy your retirement is this. It's overspending. Now, a lot of us are guilty of that people tend to overspend fairly frequently. And when you're overspending during your earning years, 
that can be rectified a little bit more easily than when you're overspending in your retirement years. Because once that money is gone in retirement, you've obviously lost the opportunity to earn it back and make some more. So making sure that you understand your spending needs and that they align with your retirement income plan is really very important. Now, I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to go out and start living on a budget. In fact, we call that the B word around here. (laughs) But nevertheless, overspending can be a big issue that creates a ticking time bomb in your retirement plan. It's not something you'll feel now, but if you continually overspend, you're going to see that blow up in your face at some point in time. One of the ways that we see people overspend is they say, this is my annual spending for the year. Let's say they say, I'm going to live on $100,000 a year in retirement. So they spend $100,000. What they're not accounting for is the fact that they still have to have taxes paid. So then they dip back into their portfolios to cover the taxes. And instead of spending $100,000 as planned this year, maybe they end up actually spending $125,000. So from a spending perspective, what's most important is that you're very, very clear on whether your retirement income strategy is a gross number meaning that that number is supposed to include covering your taxes, or if it's a net number, meaning that that's just yours to freely spend and it's already been accounted for in your plan and strategy that you have taxes that need to be paid. So be careful about overspending because that can be a hidden time bomb that really can catch people off guard. And if it happens multiple years in a row, it can have a significant impact on your portfolio. All right, so I hope that these have been strategies that are helpful for you as you're thinking about what could derail a retirement plan and help keep you right on the tracks towards a more successful retirement. So thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Stirk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Stirk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data, rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The award is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. 
These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client, nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.